Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, hey everybody. Happy Wednesday, episode 654. Today we're going to be talking to Ted, um, and we're going to be diving into kind of some unique things in his program. We're going to be talking about practice, about culture, next three days is going to be great. But before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our true sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, not only is it innovative, not only does it have workouts, which is great this time when people are looking for those kind of things. Um, not only is it easy to put away, um, this is the social distancing machine you need right now. You know, you put a couple kids on, they can get a quick quick number of shots up and they move the next one on. So go over and check those great people. Mention Dr. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged or High School Hoops, and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. That is a good reminder that you should go over and also subscribe to High School Hoops. And if you're thinking, teach teacher side gig, you're a teacher out there and you're looking for a side gig or just l- listening to the people that I'm interviewing, I'm doing it out of uh, interest, go over and check out Teacher Side Gig. Also, over and check out teachhoops.com. Um, I, I've said this Monday and Tuesday this week, but we just set up a coaching course. There's hours, there's there's resources, there's community, there's one-on-one calls. But I'm setting up a um, I'm setting up a resource for your team um, where they can go in, they can get a workout, they can look on their phone, they can watch it. Um, hopefully, they got a printer at home. I've got some spreadsheets that they can print off and keep track of it. They can do the same thing in a notebook, but. Um, some great resources for them over there and doesn't cost you anything other than a membership teachhoops.com. So go over and check that out. Let's head off to the podcast. Plugged coach. I don't know. Well, you're going to be, you're going to be probably in the late 600s. I cannot believe I've done 600 of these. I must wow. love this. Yeah, I know. Is that crazy? I mean, my wife can convince I live in my office, but, uh, <laughs> and, and it's been my retreat in these times, but um, so coach Anderson, I'm going to have you introduce yourself kind of, um, tell your, you know, your spark note, cliff note version of your, of your history. And then uh, we'll jump into some of the unique things you guys do in your program. Well, um, I just finished my, I'm from Andale, Kansas. Uh, we're a small 4A school in uh, 
close to Wichita. Uh, okay. I just finished my 21st year as a head coach. I was 16 years at a school just uh, north and east of here, and uh, and then I was I just finished my fifth year at Andale with a uh, six year six years as freshman boys coach between. So I've you know I think I've been in this game now 31 years or something total with with everything I've done. What do you think the, the biggest changes you've seen? It's a, it's a side note. It has nothing oh, to do with what we're talking about. You know, I'd say, um, I'd say being able to work with kids. Um, you know, when I first got into it, we couldn't do any – We only two kids could play on a team in the summer. You couldn't work with your kids. And now we're, we're – we're, you can really build a program now more than when I first started. <laughs> uh, right. You know, so – um, and then, and, you know, and I've changed a whole bunch too. I, I, uh, I could do a whole deal on my first practice schedules to what I did five years ago. Probably the biggest change for me has been when I took the freshman boys job, uh, we practiced in the morning for 90 minutes and you had to get everything in. You had to be done by 725. Right. And that made me, that made me a better coach. So, and, and uh, I tell, I tell the young coaches that are listening, coach, especially we, we've all been freshmen. If you haven't been a freshman coach, you're very unique, but you should always work your, you should always coach at different levels. One of the things I remember a, a veteran coach told me when I was a freshman coach was he said, you're going to have, you know, 18 kids or whatever at the freshman level. He says, coach from the center of the court, Steve. Coach from the oh, center yeah. of the court. Oh, yeah. And I go, I don't know what that meant. He, he, well, he goes, I basically had to heard them. Like, it's like, you know, they, you, you want to keep them busy because if they're standing, it's not good. But you want to be – it taught me – those lower levels taught – made me the coach I am today, um, along with yeah. some of the mentors I had along the way. But um, – don't don't uh, coach where you are at too is what I'd say to a young coach. You know, coach where you're oh, at. Oh, I do, I agree. I've never tried. I've only interviewed for one other job, I think, or two other jobs, right. and that's because somebody called me and I. Yeah. I've I never had. I mean, when I took the job at Valley Center, I was planning on being there forever, and they fired me. And we right. and the six years I had off was good though. It, it really recharged me, and you see the game differently. You do. Uh, I, think, I, coach I, yeah, there, I think it, and I think it's totally different. Like I've, I've had waves in my, in my coaching too, like with my son coming up was a different wave. You know, this has given me this whole being off has given me a new, like, I think the first two weeks of this quarantine, I was the most relaxed I've been in 30 years. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I still didn't feel like, I, I still feel like I'm rested, but I'm not rested. I had shoulder surgery March. I know 17th, you did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then I've, uh, and then we rode up to Kansas City to visit my parents six feet apart. Right. And so I was in a car for six hours, and now I can hardly get out of bed because my back is – I've been walking, but yeah. it, it's just a pain. But I know. No, the I, problem I, is I don't know what cycle, else Your cycle's all messed up. That's oh, it, there's no doubt. There's I mean, no doubt. I went to bed at like two this well, yesterday morning because I was doing stuff. I was doing work and stuff. Um, all right, so let's dive into – let's dive into what's, what's unique about your program. I, people always love – they love learning about – building programs they love about what's unique to programs um i think that's what for the coaches that are listening and i've said this on podcasts over the last three weeks there's a lot of stuff out there you have to pick what's good for you i call Correct. them golden, i call them golden nuggets find those golden nuggets um you know i i i've i i have a little piece of paper that when i find ooh, i've never thought of doing that or you know that seems like sure. a unique thing and that's what i think I love about these. Um, you know, I had one coach tell me that he had the winners run. I go, what do you yeah. mean? He goes, when you can, you do a content. I've never even thought about that. He goes, yeah, well, I, they want to get better. The way. He goes, I don't do it early in the season, but I do it later. It's like, 
wow, that, I'm going to try that. That's great. So yeah. it's those and golden nuggets. So that's what I'm ha- hoping Coach sure. golden sure. nuggets. Well, and, you know, I'd say first of all is now, now that I'm older, I know that you're <laughs> not going to – there's stuff that you're not going to get done. Um, right. But, you know, I'd say flexible coaching. Um, our gym situation, uh, now we, we are getting – our new gym will be done, but we've had a shared gym uh, with our middle school. So when we start the season on Mondays and Thursdays, you're either going early in the morning or you're going in the, in the gym that's only about 65 feet long. And we, uh, oh, but wow. it, it, is, it is the correct width. So there's some things you can do. Okay. Um, so you, so you've got your half, you've got your half court spacing to where you can do some stuff. And, and so I become much more flexible just to give you an example. We got to go after school on the first day of practice. Our boys really don't care cause they're still in football, but anyway, right. on the Thursday, we were either going to have to go in the morning or use that small gym. So I decided, uh, this year, something that, and, and I think we'll continue to do it is we hand out all our uniforms on that Thursday, right after school. We sit down and we go over our we go over our handbook, what it means to be an Andale Indian, all that, and then we go over for about forty five minutes and do a little bit of install in that small gym, just our half court stuff. Then we can do some full court stuff on that Friday, and then have our you know kind of our scrimmage on Saturday where you're kind of looking to looking to see. But uh, but that's something that that we've always that we've done, and I try to you know and I try to look ahead and and instead of saying God. Why, why don't we have a gym? You figure out how to get more done on different days. Um, the other thing I've become, you know, we have, uh, we have a deal called clinicals that our kids, uh, our, our kids that want to become nurses. My, my point guard missed eight of our first 17 practices <laughs> because oh, wow. she had to go to these clinicals. Right. And actually, she, she was supposed to miss eight, but they worked with us. And I, and I said, hey, you've been in our program. You know what we're doing. So... I've become much more flexible with that. And then I've got a kid uh, and, and you'll see on uh, you'll see her sister on the uh, uh, on the on the huddle clips. Her sister is in the National Javelin program. She was my best player as a sophomore, but she had to miss in the middle of the season. She went to Louisiana the last two years to go down and work with the National Javelin program. And she misses a, she misses about four days. She misses a game. You know, in my early coaching career, I wouldn't let you go out. Right. And that, and that would, and I want, I want the best athletes now, if that makes any sense. No, so we no, don't that makes total sense. So yeah. I love the, I love the, um, I was talking to a coach about practice plan. I think it might've been a G league coach. And he, he believes that those mental walkthrough things, he always does all that stuff at the beginning of practice. I love that idea too. Yeah. In the sense that that's when you've got, it's like waking up in the morning. I'm probably the most focused because we're doing this in the morning. Sure. Probably the most focused of the day right now or maybe. Oh, no doubt. So. I thought that was, I think that's very intriguing. I, I, I think that creative, creative thing always has to, to be there. Um, you're right. I think, I think, <laughs> I think age makes you more, in some respects, makes you more flexible. It makes me, I've become a yeah. more, fle- in some aspects of my life, I've probably become less flexible as I sure, got older. Sure. But I think in my coaching, I've gotten more flexible. It was more like, yeah, we this color shoes and we had to do this. And I think I've gotten much more lax on that. Um, because I'm reading the generation too. I'm trying to read my, 
my audience. I think that's a big part of it. Oh, no doubt. You know, so wow. So, okay. So when, what's the new high school? How many, how many courts and baskets can have a new high school? Oh, it'll, I mean, it's basically, it'll be, it'll have a running track at the top and, and I mean, it'll be, it'll be big. So we'll have our, our competition gym that we're playing in right now will become our second gym. Okay. Middle, the grade school that I'm at now will have that gym that they've been sharing with us. No, there's, I mean, they have the big one that they play games in. That's what we usually practice in. Okay. But when they, but they have games on Mondays and Thursdays. So anyway, so that, so that's an adjustment that we've had to make. And then the other thing, we don't go to school Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving. That's our second week of practice. So we're able to go longer and I don't kill them the first week. And then the second week, that's when we get a lot more of our shooting in. And, you know, we go from, you know, and we always start our freshmen go from about six to seven 30. We'll practice our lower end sophomores. They'll scrimmage the freshmen till about eight. And then we'll go, you know, eight to, you know, eight to 10 30 uh, with our varsity. And then they right. can stay you, and get shooting in. You do that. You do your scrimmage the first week. You know, I've done a lot more. Yeah, we'll we'll scrimmage that first Saturday. Um, See, I used I mean, to I'm do that. I got rid of that. It, it was useless to me. I didn't. Well, when I say we scrimmage, it's controlled. But but we're I, I'm a whole part whole guy. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. A couple things you could do to help us out over at Coach Unplugged. First is you could go over and subscribe and like. We would really appreciate that. That really does help us a lot. Also, you could go over and check out teachhoops.com. You could make a commitment in your coaching. You could say, I'm going to become a better coach. I am going to sign up for six months. I'm going to sign up for a year. I'm going to join this community. Not only does it have resources, not only does it have other coaches, not only does it have a community, it has Coach Collins, who has been successful at every level. I am going to go make that commitment to become a better coach. Go over and check it out. At the time of this, there's a 14-day free trial. I'm not sure that will be the case. And perpetuity but for right now it is so go over and check it out all right let's get back to the podcast i've i've become a lot more i i do everything i can and then that lat we don't play till the third till almost the fourth week because of football okay. so i what i do is i really start harping on the fundamentals the week before the first game and make sure that i have everything in and then you know what to work on so i've i've made those adjustments um you know and i think i talked to you about this when you interviewed me uh last summer but the one the one culture thing that we have is we start practice the same way every day um and i got this from coach knight when he was older he said you know he said, if I went back, he said, we'd start with shooting every day. And we do, our kids, our kids all get close to the basket and start doing form shooting the second they get in the gym. I walk around and talk to them and then we'll yell out, okay, partner shooting uh, or whatever. And then we always end, we try to go faster and faster that first 10 minutes, you know, and we're going to always end with a hand in the face or a competitive shooting drill. But that's how we always start practice. You know, we've thrown in some of the Snow Valley box drills and some uh, some individual um, we call them dribble out so they can get their footwork but during that 10 minutes I'm walking around talking to kids and then I'll blow the whistle and I'll say okay dribble out and they you know and they know what to do and, and that's how we always start and then early in the practice I've I really like to get a full a competitive drill going early in the practice um, and get up and get them up and down and then we of course do guards forwards I have a I have a tremendous uh, forwards coach. I'm not that great a guards coach, but she's always asking. She goes, I need five extra minutes and whatever she right. wants, I'll do. Now, we'll sometimes we'll just do breakdowns together. But And I've told, um, I've told coaches the first – it's like how you start your class every day. If you start yeah, your class, I mean, it's how you start practice is so important. Yeah, and, and yeah. another thing that we do um, – 
to to mix things up is like the first day last year of summer we had uh, we've got four junior highs that feed into our high school so I made the rule that no we had six seniors so seniors every senior had to be at a basket they could have no more than two juniors and a kid from college a kid from here well they didn't read the practice schedule so I, I made them do five push-ups and then set and right. then read what they were supposed to do and they figured it out but and and but we will do that. We'll switch. We'll say, okay, hey, we need you guys in these groups today. And um, it, it just to kind of change it up. Because you know how it gets in February. Everybody comes out and, it, you know, they and our kids, our kids talk a little bit during that. that that's, they're, they're coming out of school and it's, it's time for them to unwind. And, and I'm, not, I'm not real uh, picky as long as they're getting some shots up. Yeah, uh, we do, we we do a minute of meditation to start practice. Well, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. It, I'm telling you, it, 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 the boys the boys ask for it when I would forget to do it. Because here's the reason I did it is, and it's hard for me. I'm running from my classroom down. Oh, sure. It's um, They asked for it when they said, well, when's that we get our minute? And I the reason we started is I said, leave that part of your life behind. Now you're coming. It's It's literally like a transition. Um, right. You know, otherwise they're in their locker room, they grab the stuff, they come in, they do their warm-ups, blah, blah, blah. There's no transition. And it's right. like, this is your minute of, and to be honest with you, they don't have a lot of silence in their life. Like, Oh, there, there's no doubt about that. Unless they're just tech, unless they're just texting, look at their phone. Certainly. Yeah. So, so that minute of like, close your eyes, feel your breathing. Did it, I have one of my assistants do it for like the first week or so. They kind of almost start freaking out. Like, what is this? And it's like, well, this is what happens when you walk in the woods and you don't have any. Right. AirPods and I it. think that's, I think that's tremendous. And it's like, yeah, I love that. I mean, it's, it's something for young coaches to think about. I, I mean, I've only done it for a couple of years and it seems to have been working um, to make that transition a little bit better and then, you know, right, go to work. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get to something real quick too, but uh, you know, Steve Henson talked at a clinic. He's a great shooter for K state and he's been, he was with long Kruger forever and long, even if they had a practice schedule, Lon made sure that everybody was squared away before practice starts. So he'd he'd go around, and that's kind of what we do: is we go around, we'll talk to kids if a kid had, you know, if they weren't shooting the ball well or whatever. So, and I don't always put times on early in the year. I'll put times on. Sometimes I'll hide the times of, you know, so they they don't always know when we're going to get done. But we we never hold them. You know, there there'll only be a time where I'll say, okay, hey, you guys owe me ten minutes because we didn't get we didn't get this squared away. Right you'll have a chance to get it back tomorrow. But, um, and I would say the other, the other thing that I've learned that we do, you know, we used to do all block practice. I mean, all block practice, you know, Hey, for this 30 minutes, we're going to work on defense. And for this, you know, and everything was blocked. And now we've become more random and I don't even know who I got that from. I might've got it off your podcast or, um, you know, Chris Oliver or somebody like that. But, um, and I do, uh, we try to put, if we are doing some block practice, we'll put, we'll put shooting drills between it. You know, I'll say, okay, yeah. pair up, shoot to 10. Um, all right, 32, you know, three player, three player, two ball, first team to, you know, first team to five. And, and we always do the positive conditioning stuff. The winning team gets to do one push up. The second place team that gets to the circle and all that gets to do two. And, you know, we always talk about it as, as that, but um, you know, what I would say is we've always been whole part whole, uh, and passing and catching is real big to us. You, I think you asked about what our defensive we're. You want to talk about defensive philosophy and different yeah. things. I think I put that in there. Yeah. I think your defensive philosophy starts with taking care of the basketball <laughs> and, and avoiding pick sixes 
and two-on-ones. There's no defense for a pick six. There's no defense for a two-on-one. Now, there is a defense for a travel. Right. Because you can set your D. But um, probably the only thing that I'm a little bit different about is I did go back this year and do a little bit of three-man weave. Um, and everybody, everybody knocks it. But we did some three-man weave perfection drills starting in February. And, right. uh, and I told our kids, I said, if we're going to get better, I said, I'm going to be the passing Nazi and coach Geist is going to be the rebound. And I said, and so, and, and I had done these drills earlier, but we do, um, we do three, you know, three man weave down and back. And if you miss the layup or there's a fumble, the passer and the receiver, and I had teams that would fig- that would do this on the- their own without me saying a word, passer and receive have to grab a ball off the rack and run a lap with the ball over their head. Right. And then they get back in line. Right. And so we do that and we don't do it a whole lot, but then we'll go straight into on all, hardly ever do we do anything five on zero until the end of the season when we right. need our legs, but we have added defense to everything. So, so you know? a couple things, couple, couple of talking points. First of all, um, three man weave, you're right. I, we, we do less of that than we did 30 years ago. Here's my theory. And this is from the teacher in me more than, well, sure. when you're a basketball coach, you're a teacher. I don't I mean, so, the the new movement is all game based. Yes. Thing, yes. Blah blah blah. I hundred percent. So it is similar to how you teach math. You can't only do cooperative group work <laughs> and not teach them. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's what right. I don't think some of these coaches get, and I and I get it, and and I but I right. can't teach them algebra if they can't add. So right. <laughs> so the game based stuff is fine. Right. But that's only a portion of my practice. And I think that's what's getting lost with this. I think, I agree. I think the, 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 um, the data behind it and making decisions and all that stuff, 100% agree with it. All the data uh, agree with it. But I can't spend an entire practice or run all my practice that way. That's not real. That would be like me only doing cooperative teaching in my AP stats class. If I only do cooperative I learning, they're not going to learn everything they need. So it's sometimes I got a lecture. Sometimes I have to give them investigative stuff sometimes i have to give them group stuff so i think that's what's being lost here is like i got to be in this camp and then i got to be absolutely three minutes never do it in the game but you do right you do you have to hit people on the run and catch and learn how to lead here's the best here's probably the best explanation i've heard because uh chris oliver had show don showalter on the other day and i don't know if you listen i know you're doing podcasts all the time i don't i don't i don't tend to listen to basketball podcasts right well but here's one that here's one that i truly believe in because showalter we at snow valley we do dribble pivot path no defense and all that and we're working on pivoting and, and there's you know brian mccormick and some of those guys will say well you know that never happens in a game blah, blah, blah. and Don said if you he said I agree. He said but you have to start at a basic level and the word he used is you have to let somebody do a drill where there is no fear of consequences if you want a kid to use their left hand you can't just go out and play a game I've played right. golf all my life and if I if I'm trying to change my grip I cannot just go out straight to the golf course and play in a competitive match with somebody because I'm going to try to win so right. I'm going to go back with what feels right and right. so so that's what he and said. What, what, and, and, and I think Chris, I think Oliver's coach Oliver, awesome. I think he's awesome. What did he say to that? Does he? I mean, because he, I know he, and that's what he said. He the only thing he does is he starts. 
he will start a three-on-three competitive drill, and then he will say, okay, hey, now we need to work on this, and then okay. they'll go back and work on it. So he's doing, he's doing he, whole part whole rather than Yeah, and, 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 that's, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I no, mean, no, it, no, but, no, no, but anyway, so that's, so, that's so, one of the and things. And I think that's part of the question of why. This is what I was talking to to other coaches. This is the why. Like, I've literally, like, I, I've, I've been experimenting with my practices because I'm not 100% happy with the flow and all these kind of stuff. And I did something last year, and I don't do it every day, but I run practice like a, I run practice like a game. Like oh, pre- sure, and, sure. And, and, and they love that because they, I said, we're going to, today we're having a game practice. We've got our warm up, which is some of that shooting stuff, meditation, blah, blah, blah. And then we have our first half, we play half, first half. Then we have halftime where we literally will sometimes leave the gym, go watch film, do something, then come back to the second half then do our post game. They love it because it feels like they're playing quote unquote. They're not. I mean, that sure, first half, we're sure. still working on the stuff we want to work in. Sure. It's how I'm compartmentalizing it. Right. Uh, and they ask for, we playing a game today. We playing a game today. I go, well, no, because we got to do some other stuff and we have to do some skill work. What we, we need to do some stage. We're just it's not going to work. But um, so I think that's where the, this game based practice, I think has been innovative. It's great. I just, I, I worry that a lot of these young coaches are going that way. The hundred percent. It's like, right. you're, 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 you're going to miss stuff if you do that. Cause Hey, we, we still, we still stand across from each other. You and I each have a ball and we throw it to each other and it hits my left hand and I slap it into my right hand and I throw it back to you. Yeah. And we work at the girls level. Um, if you want to be a good zone team, you better be able to throw a skip pass. And right. we've got to get better at that. Which well, and footwork is out. one of those yeah, things. No, that foot, you gotta, feet, that's all I watch is feet. Footwork is like, I get that, but you got to break footwork down to the minuscule parts. Well, like. you can't, you cannot, I'm, pro, I'm, I'm sorry, you cannot develop a shooter until you get their feet because their feet, their feet dictate why their elbow goes out and it's all about strength. And it's so, but we've, energy. but basically um, we have, uh, you know, we, we really stress patch, passing and catching, but I have added a lot of the decision training stuff, and I'll show you a drill that we okay. came up with a long time ago that actually – What percentage turned, of your class you think – or class of, of your – that was a Freudian slip – of your um, practice is, um, is game-based? I don't know. Probably at least – I don't know probably 40 to 50%. I yeah, mean, we've gone a to a lot more five on five. Um, you know, when we, we have a three on one continuous drill where we're working three on one, you know, and we'll put, you know, we'll do the constraints up. You know, we have a deal we call two line straight layups where we just pass back and forth, go down, shoot a layup. Well, we put defense down there now and, and, uh, it becomes you know, a, it becomes a mathematical problem for me too. I do a lot of more of it early, but all of a sudden we'll be playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday in a week. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, go over and leave a five-star review. If you didn't, turn your turn your iPhone or whatever you're listening to the podcast off. Um, but no, go over and check out teachhoops.com too. If you if you want to give back a little bit, if you want to join our community, if you want to become a better coach, if you want to find the nuances of this great game, if you want to delve into this brain of 30-plus years of coaching, uh, go over and check it out, and uh, we'll help you through this great journey. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.